Stranger Damies. Uh, this is episode 11. Um, and we are at that point where we're getting near the like the point of an arc where things start getting exciting. I don't know if you guys are excited. I, I was I, I was getting a little excited writing this. So um, I've been really. excited this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is where all the stuff I've been putting together, you're learning the little bits and pieces together. So let me recap. Um you guys started out, um, Baragon and Barris, uh, running away from the, uh, Twilight Seeker Dynasty. Um, they were, uh, shuttled by, uh, Surreal and her, um, her crewmates, uh, Rex and Iggy, um, across to the, um, Enclave of Hill Giants. Um, there they went to the town of Emberburg, um, saved that town, um, was having a crisis with all their lights going out, and that's pretty much a big part of the attraction and income for the town. And so they're able to save that by rescuing by rescuing their mayor, um, uh, Joe Montana, um, as he was being captured by uh, Lon, um, who is uh, one of the uh, the six, um, which is the uh, group of uh, loosely tied together um, uh, creatures uh, or people in the area um, that have basically been wrecking havoc in the independent city states and the enclave. Um, you guys uh, learned from Joe um, that you needed to go to the uh, port town of Astoria to uh, meet up with Big Johnson, which was his contact um, in the area, uh, who would know everything um, that Barris needed to know about um, going after uh, the Delacroix. Um Once there, uh, Big Johnson informed you that there was a, a ball taking place, like a masquerade ball type deal, um, in the town of Hawkins in about a week's time. Um, and he was able to procure you two tickets um, to the event and let you know that at that event would be the Viscount of the Dynasty, which is the leader, um, the, his, the leader of the uh, Dust um, Bringers, which is, which is led by one Patrice Delacroix, um, and the uh, new Admiral of the Navy, um, who has not been announced yet, and um, just rumors that he is a fast riser in the Dynasty. Um, you guys uh, explored the town. You fought some rats in a sewer. Uh, Barris was able to uh, forge uh, tickets for everybody for the ball. Um, so you should all be able to get in. Um, don't have to sneak in or anything like that. Um, you were able to... You found a wedding ring on a beach and discovered that it belonged to uh, Barris's uh, parents. Um there and you found out that one Beth Jesus, um, the richest man um, in this part of the continent, um, was looking for that ring. Um, so you decided to kill two birds with one stone to confront him about his money he owed to the harbor master and to find out why the hell he wanted a ring of Barris's uh, from Barris's parents. Um, once inside, um, you got into um, an intense discussion with Beth. Um, about all things, and he seemed to know a lot about each and every one of you. Um, I think the only one he was unsure of was Rex, um, but he seemed to have some information um, on the rest of you. 
Uh, most importantly, um, he mentioned that the new admiral of the uh, navy for the dynasty um, had a black uh, diome um, embedded in his armor, um, which was uh, something that uh, uh, piked Surreal's interest, and um, also asked Barris um, to sort of do an un, uh, uneasy truce kind of thing with with Beth um, for the good of everybody, him and even uh, the people that hate Beth, to uh, go kill Remy. Um, and uh, you were able, you uh, were going to leave him go uh, with the $3,000 he offered you. Um, you left town. Um, Rex thought he was going to grapple and carry him and out, but uh, in a comedy of errors, found out that uh, Beth wasn't really there, at least in front of you guys. It was part of a hologram that he had used um, some Zordanian technology to um, make the appearance that he was in, in the room when he was actually about 120 feet away behind a wall. Um, once you guys uh, exited his uh, house, which was in the process of, of catching on fire, um, you went into town, um, de decided not to tell the harbor master um, that you had uh, taken that uh, bounty out and um, decided to rest um, for the evening. Um, you debriefed a little bit on some of the things that happened. Um, um, and then you were ready to uh, head off to uh, Iggy's uh, big uh, two-on-one handicap match um, at the uh, Four Horsemen Amphitheater. And uh, after uh, being asked multiple times by Mince Vic McVan, I think is how we decided his last name would be. Um, Mick Van. Nick Van. Yeah, Mick Van. Mince McVan. Mince McVan. Um, was uh, trying to get uh, Iggy to uh, throw the fight. Um, obviously, uh, Iggy did not. Um, and found out that the um, uh, Ole, uh, Sole and uh, Tarn were basically paper tigers and were easily able to knock them out in about two rounds time. Um, it had been a whole scheme um, because uh, Mick had informed you guys that uh, uh, Mick Blair um, has been missing in Hawkins for about almost a year or more. Um, and he was just kind of trying to keep this going uh, to make money and uh, without ever having the champion show up. Um, and you guys agreed uh, to help save uh, Mince uh, by making him give you 50% of all profits in the wrestling company. So you guys now own a wrestling promotion, or at least half of it. Um, and, uh, we left it with, um, uh, Barris, uh, offering everybody to go back to the Dire Straits Bar and Grill, um, to have some brews, um, and of course it would all be on Iggy, um, who was the only one that actually got paid out of his winnings of $420.69, or 69 silver, um, you know, that joke makes sense, um, so, um, you guys went in for the evening, had a good time, and you went to bed. Um, so you're waking up the next morning here. You guys have all leveled up. Uh, so we're going to do, uh, what's called, uh, some downtime for this episode. Um, essentially, uh, the guys have leveled up. Um, so they're just going to do one last round, maybe do some short scenes and stuff, um, in terms of, uh, you know, maybe explaining why, um, they've gotten a little bit better at their skills. Um, so, uh, 
I don't know if uh, anybody wants to start it off. Um, you guys are waking up. You're coming down um, at the uh, in the dire straits. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Uh, I need a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, first thing, we just woke up. I want to get some breakfast. Okay. So you walk on over, and um, the giant uh, Goliath fellow with the uh, uh, turtleneck with the gold chain and the uh, uh, little Maybe bag that. of holding around his waist um, uh, looks over at you, cocks his eyebrow, and. Uh, uh, you say hello my friend um i smell something uh, it's what you're cooking it smells so good um i was just wondering uh what would you in this establishment what would you uh, recommend or uh for breakfast okay. I'm, I'm sorry what was your name my name uh my name is it Bergon. doesn't matter what your name is whoo Oh, thank God. I, I haven't been able to do that in years. Oh, you're the first one that fell for it in a while. Did you just climax a little? You seem yeah. very excited. Yeah, that was that was good. Uh, ever, ever since uh, Mince uh, hasn't let me fight in the pit in a while, I haven't been able to do that. Thank you, my friend. I've been hearing a lot about this Mince guy. Uh, so, we met him. him. Why are you acting like we haven't met him? <laughs> No, really. I'm just like I'm saying. Everyone, all of a sudden, everyone is talking about this guy. He's like, he must be pretty big. He also um, met this guy before too, just so you know. Yes, but he never mentioned him. I think no. he might have. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, all right. So you're not going to like bombard, like surprise me? No, no. I just okay. I just I, I just do that to um, everyone that the first customer every morning. So most of them don't fall for it. But thank you. Oh, okay. I'm glad to be of service. <laughs> um, so, what would you recommend? Uh, so, uh, what we have here, um, it's it's a lot of, you know, a uh, lot of let's say sea life back there. We got some shellfish, you know, some, you know, and he looks at you and puts hand quotes, fish, um, back there. Mm. Um, you know, just basically we're a port city. You know, it's kind of easy to just get that stuff. Like the imitation crab, right? You have a lot of that. Oh, no, the um, crab's very real. The fish, though. No, no good. <laughs> I don't know. Is this a bit? No. Are you, are you saying? Okay. I don't know. Now I'm like Short very session, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, just give me... Uh, so don't give me the fish. Give me... Uh, do people eat shellfish in the morning? I don't... Just give me whatever. I, I, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll send you out the house special. And uh, he turns around, and then as you got, walk away, the rest of your uh, group is coming downstairs. I'm assuming I was with Baris, uh, Baragon the whole time. Okay. But... Uh, I ordered uh, breakfast for everybody. I don't know what's coming, but I hope it's good. You're welcome. Oh, thank you well, for this, that. This should be interesting. Yeah, what, what do you like eating, Baragond? Anything weird? Uh, you don't like you don't like shellfish in the morning, do you? Because that really gets on my nerves. Uh, I well, eat very specific thing to say. <laughs> I mean, we're on a ship all the time, so shellfish in the morning sometimes has to happen. I know, so I was so tired of it. The gentleman said uh, 
don't get the fish. It's it's like he did air quote kind of thing. Um, so I, I just told him give us what's best. Okay. And that's you know. Uh, oh, Rex, I should have. Like, do you drink like oil, or like what is it that you do? You not you don't even need air or anything, right? You could just like recharge. Um. Does that mean? Yes, I recharged by consuming fuel. I can, uh, my body is a <laughs> miraculous device which can turn, um, uh, can combine. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to describe this. Um, it's a miraculous device that can turn, um, biological material into energy, uh, specifically. <laughs> Uh, but it's obviously best if I consume material that um, uh, has more potential energy stored. That is to say, uh, I eat food the way you do. Uh, perception <laughs> we've, we've check. Been together. You've seen me eat food. <laughs> perception check to see if Rex has a uh, like a plug on his back or anything. Uh, he can recharge. Roll, roll There's no such thing as electricity in this universe. Oh, I'm about to I find mean, out. 30-20. No, he, he, that's electricity. Yeah, he, he basically just has a humanoid body that looks kind of mechanical. There's no plugs, no wires, nothing really that you can if see. If anything, I would, him. I would think he would, he would run on steam. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be cool. Just feed yeah. him... Uh... Yeah, so your, 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 okay. your quick look over at him is nothing, nothing weird going on. Okay. All right. So, uh, of nothing weird, but yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have anything? Uh... Oh, uh, I have this uh, hologram machine. Uh, we were talking about possibly uh, adhering it to your body. Right? I don't, you know, that your. I don't. I want your consent. I don't want to just put things on your body. Just getting weird. <laughs> Do you think that'd be cool? Like, I could put, like, a hologram machine on you, and you could, like... Well, right now, it would only be, uh, Beth Jesus, so we don't need that, but... Who, who yeah, are we you should reattune that, but... Who are you talking to Beat. there, uh, Barry? And what? Rex. Okay. So, you I would like to... wear a body cam? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to use the hologram machine, like... <laughs> um... I do not want to wear it as a body cam. Right, I was thinking I like don't, I don't need to wear it. I don't know if I want to. Maybe I do want to incorporate it into my body, but I don't want to wear it. it could be I'll like, think about it. Like in the chest compartment, maybe like it just shoots open, and like boom, projection. Yeah. Maybe some sort of princess will record a message on it, and then they have to go <laughs> find somebody that is their only yeah, hope. That, that Only seems that. useful. Just, uh, you know, we can work on it. You know, do whatever, think about it. But uh, it just seems like a cool idea. Yeah. All right. So uh, as you guys finish up the conversation, um, uh, the bartender comes over. Um, he puts um, the plate out and it is um, just basically, um, it actually uh, looks like... Um, the only shellfish really there is um, there's like a couple of lobster tails, but besides that, it just looks like a whole uh, mishmash of like potatoes and um, 
uh, things like that. Just sort of a, like going, well, this is the house special. It's the easiest thing for us to make. That, that's dynamite. Thank you very much. And then oh. he uh, uh, leans in and goes, one thing, um, there was a message at the uh, bar for uh, Iggy, um, a Mr. Meave Sick Michael um, wants to talk to you at the uh, amphitheater when you are done. Um, whatever you're doing here. And um, uh, so uh, that is it. Um, that'll be uh, five gold pieces. I'll just pay for the for uh, breakfast. There, yeah, I mean, you did order it, so it makes yeah. sense that you would pay for it without anybody else's input of what we were going to get. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, is there anything else anybody wants to do in this town? I feel like we still have a few days that we could kick around here. I do want to head back to uh, my man on the inside, uh, you know, to uh, discuss a couple things with him. Um, I still have uh, this uh, face of mine that will probably be... Uh, Persona non grata at this party with or without a mask, so I want to talk to him about uh, maybe uh, changing my appearance uh, ever so uh, temporarily. Uh, I was thinking maybe hit up the uh, library, uh, look up some history of uh, some of the families, you know, get some info. That doesn't sound like a bad idea. Like, I would also like to go to the library, but to check out other books. A bunch of nerds in their myths I never knew. Knowledge is power. Knowing uh, gotta... knowing's half the battle. Uh, pa <laughs> power, I believe, is power there, Baragon. <laughs> you know, uh, tit for tat, I guess. Uh, uh, does anyone else have anything to do? What about you, Captain? You got anything uh, on your agenda? Not really. Just here for the fun times. Do you want I... to go on, uh, like, on your ship? And, uh, you know, check on your dog? Oh, I can call him here whenever I want. But, I mean, if we're in the area, we could certainly check on the ship. Uh, you know, we've been on the ship uh, a few times now. I never caught the name of the ship. Do you have a name for uh, your vessel? I don't. Because it's temporary. Oh, okay. So you don't want to get too attached. Something like that. Okay. We got. The, it's isn't it bad luck to have a ship with no name? Uh, it has a name, but she didn't name it. So this is temporary in the sense that it may or may not have always been your ship. Ah, uh, no! I bought this ship. It is mine. I didn't name it because I don't want this ship to be my permanent ship. I had a ship once, and it was taken from me, and that is my ship that I will get back, eventually. It is so mysterious. You are... Isn't it? I, I want to know more about you. Right. People die when they see you, and then you have a ship that you bought, and now it's gone. At least we're making progress, and you're not accusing me of killing that person anymore. I appreciate that. I believe, uh, they, as they say, the jury is still out on that. But Miss, but Miss Captain, I do. Uh, we have, we did have a business arrangement, uh, which I believe you have fulfilled, of getting us uh, Therios out of harm's way. 
I don't know if you want to stick around and see where uh, our crazy company finds you, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to say that you have completed your half of the deal. Just wanted to mention that. In case anybody forgot, anybody listening or playing <laughs> this game we call life. <laughs> yes, you're, you're right. Um, I was thinking about that. I feel like after um, the deal that we've made, there's a lot of information that's known about me that I didn't think anyone knew, so I'm kind of in it for now. Plus, how am I going to leave such a fun guy like Barry, you know? Oh, that's why I stick around with him. He's always there for a good time, and he'll talk to you about 20 minutes about breakfast. About right. it. <laughs> the most important, it's the most important meal of the day. Oh, that's all he ever says. Most important meal of the day, whether or not it's shellfish or, or some other shit someone's found somewhere else. You, I, you say that now, but I'm not going to be here forever, and then you're gonna miss that. Wow. Oh, wow. The amount of cholesterol you intake on a daily basis, Baragon, I believe you, when you say you won't be here forever. Are you making fun of my dad bod? It does the job, okay? I am very adventurous. You, you make it work. It looks good on you. It's a, it's a. I can't imagine you like a, a stick figure such as myself. But, uh, you look good there, Baragon, and you've always helped out in the fight, so you're very sturdy, if I may say. That's what I am... That is a good point. That is a good word. I am sturdy. Like a brick shithouse, as they say. I was going to say that before. <laughs> I didn't so, know how to say it in my accent. Uh, so, uh, as you guys finish this conversation, you hear a little, um, uh, like... Small footsteps come uh, running up towards your direction, um, and you see uh, Big Johnson jumps on the chair next to your table and looks over and he goes, All right, guys, uh, so I know it's getting close to the time you have to leave. Um, just before you head out, just make sure to come back. Um, I got a few more things to fill you in on, um, and then you can head on out. And uh, uh, Ms. Black, um, you probably want to check in with the Harbor Master if you want to keep the ship around. Um, uh, just so he doesn't think it's abandoned. Um, All right, will so, do. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 you make sure that you, um, at some point, let him know um, the name of the ship. So uh, <laughs> for, the, for the rest of you, um, there is going to be uh, uh, what we call here. Uh, open mic night if you want to come back at the end of the night uh, before you head out. So, uh, is, goodbye. Is someone named Mike is going to be a, is he going to be performing? You're going to play a man named Mike right here on the stage? Is that is that what I'm <laughs> understanding? I I don't know. Uh, it's this new traveling troupe that's coming into town. They call it open mic night. Not sure what it means, but we're trying something else out here. You have to keep up with the times, you know. All right. Well, oh, I I'm interested hey. in seeing you flay a man named Mike. It's the only <laughs> only way I can understand open Mike. So so uh, should should we not save this Mike person? Does he deserve death? Well, I mean, he, if he, he may, may already be dead. He may already I, be dead. 
I bet he's downstairs in the in the in the cage downstairs. Now, now, Iggy, Iggy, you you do not flay a man that is already dead. That defeats the purpose of flaying. Does it? Yeah. That it's torture. <laughs> no, you you fillet a man who's dead. <laughs> that is correct. Maybe you serve him for breakfast along with the shellfish that our good friend here, Baragon, has ordered for us. <laughs> that is terrifying. That the robot knows how to fillet people. Right? No, it, I, that's I like... just said that was the word. I didn't say it, oh, how okay. to do it. Do you know how to <laughs> fillet it? Okay. Oh, you see, now I'm scared. Is right Big now. Johnson see, uh... just standing yeah. there listening yeah. to this? Big Johnson's <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to go. Um, yeah. And he, uh, uh, <laughs> he goes, well, your guess is as good as mine, is what the thing is going to look at tonight. And he looks over at Surreal and whispers, how do you know about the cage? And then runs off. <laughs> well, you know, you know this open mic night. I I have a bad feeling about it. You probably have to pay like the cover charge, and you have to have a two drink minimum. So stupid. I hate that stuff. It sounds like you're also gonna have to come up with the name of your ship, there, Capitan. Apparently. <laughs> you can uh, br brainstorm if you like. How about the virtual insanity? <laughs> What do, what do you got, Baragond? You'll Hit call me... it Red October. Why? It is a famous uh, uh, play from where I come from. Hunt for Red October. And that makes me want to name my ship that because... What exactly it, had a, it had stellar casting on it. And uh, it is a very good movie. Or... You call it Crimson Tide. Even if that is a good movie, uh, not movie, uh, play as well. Uh, Crimson Tide. One of, uh, one of uh, my family's uh, naval, one of the best ships there was uh, a ship by the name of Bebe Couche Gion. Um, that always rolls right off the tongue if you want to do that. <laughs> it does sound very fancy. Wow. Bebe Couche Gion. Bebe Cousion. I don't like your smile. <laughs> I, I feel like this this word, what, this phrase is very dirty. What about Teutonic? What about what? Teutonic. Teutonic? Like a gin and Teutonic? Constantly moving. Teutonic. Oh. I mean, it's 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 not really moving at the moment, though. No, so they're people not might very musical, call me out. such as Bebe Cougion. But... Well, how about uh, how about uh, Rex? You have any suggestions? Not to put you on the spot, but um, I'm collecting suggestions apparently, and then I guess I'm going to name it by the end of today, which is exciting. Rex is speechless, literally speechless. Oh, That's I didn't realize you were totally talking. fine. It's okay. Trying to figure out what that phrase means. <laughs> He's just thinking, like. Doo -doo 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 -doo. All right, so um, you guys. What about the, the uh, means, but literally the spinning in his head. Yeah. What about the love boat? No. Oh. Rex, it's possible that I am speaking in a uh, in an act in a uh, drawl and a, you know, that is a little bit different than what is proper. Maybe you don't figure understand. out what that phrase is. <laughs> uh, 
so uh, you yeah, guys. Right have, good. Yeah. <laughs> I still assume it. I still assume it's something Very dirty, dirty. Or, slur or something yes. like that. <laughs> so, um, uh, you guys uh, finish up breakfast. Um, I know uh, Barry and Rex went ahead to the library. Iggy, you got a state with uh, Meeve, Sick Michael. Um, and uh, uh, Surreal, you have to check with the Harbor Master and Barris. I'm, I'm assuming the guy you met was the Forger, correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah. Who? Uh, anybody want to jump and go first? Or I'll go first. Okay. All right. So you head down um, to the uh, the amphitheater, and you see they're still cleaning it up a little bit from the you know the destruction of people trying to get their money from the uh, your victory last night. Um, you see it. You see a couple of uh, like people applaud as you walk by. You know, wave. You know, go. Ah, that's Iggy. You know, um, and uh, you guys walk on in, and you get in there, and you see a guy um, just sitting in a chair. Um, uh, he has like uh, sunglasses on, black t-shirt, um, and uh, he he looks up at you, and he goes, uh, uh, "Iggy, come over, have a seat." How do you do? How do you do, Mister Sick Michael? Doing good. Saw your fight last night. Very impressive. Thank you. The, uh, the, uh, I think the one thing you need to take it to the next level, um, especially if uh, you ever get to fight Mick Blair, uh, you have to learn uh, some grappling. So. Well, it it just so happens I've been reading up on it. Yeah, so. I still need to do some actual training but uh yeah i'd like to get i'd like to get into it yeah so your strikes were good but you know yeah let's uh um yeah let's get started here and uh so basically um just we'll just do three rolls here um i believe they're uh strength checks for grapple so um uh just roll your strength 21 okay so you, you get them in a nice... And you get the advantage on the uh, collar and elbow tie-up. Um, to start, and you go, good, good, good start. All right, now you, you take the lead. Roll again. Roll the seven. Roll the seven. You go to try and get him in a headlock, and his and you miss, and his head slips out. He's like, all right, all right, let's try that again. And you go back to the collar and elbow, and uh, you roll again. 17. 17. He got him in a headlock, sitting there. Um, he goes, good. He goes, how's that feel? Feels good. Feels good. like I got a nice grip. It's grip. He's like, all right. All right, let's 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 finish this off. Uh, from this position, you can do, um, basically get me in position to do just about any move. So let's do one more, um, one more try here and see if you can uh, get me into, you know, get me into a, a move you want to do. 20. 20. So wh what move do you put on him? Uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. I, they got me on the spot. Uh, I guess I'll like throw him to the ground and put him in like a like a Taz mission, like a rear okay. naked choke. Alright. He gets to the ground and goes, alright, going for the submissions. I might actually work out against, against Mick. Uh, that was good. And he sort of Stands up, 
dust himself off. He's like, it's going to be exciting. Everybody's everybody's talking about it, Iggy. You're the first one to fight Mick in over a year. That's what I heard. Uh, it's kind of weird that nobody's been able to make it to him. And he goes, he goes well, uh, if the other rumors I'm hearing are true, um, I'm pretty sure uh, you kind of know why. Um, and he looks down um, and goes, We solved that mystery last episode. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, So, um, since you already know, um, he's like, I think I have a theory of where Mick is in, in Hawking's. Yeah. And he pulls out and he's like, there's a, in the town, there's the, I'm sure you guys know about the, the giant hotel that's there, the Pangea. Um, that's the one thing, um, most people flock to. It's got great, you know, conference rooms and things, um, to just uh, meet up in great bar, restaurants, stuff like that. Um, uh, but there's a, there's a place across the street. Um, it's called the, uh, the Chevy theater. And, um, yeah, I, I, for some reason, uh, that's the last place anybody has seen Mick. Okay. Goes, and uh, is is there anybody there with we might be able to talk to about it? He's like the best I could get you, and he um, uh, passes you um, a couple of tickets, and he goes, I, I I was able to secure these two tickets to the uh, the play currently going on there. Um, it's, uh, it's the uh, you know, it's a pretty popular one. Um, these are pretty hard to get. It's called Arzordanian Cousin. And um, so uh, I guess either go to the play and see if you can spot anything or maybe this gets you in the theater and you can investigate. Um, it's just no one else around here is actually trying to actively find Mick and it's got me worried. Um, and I don't want to go to Mince because you're always kind of worried he's in on it because it makes him more money to just keep... Mick away. Uh, yeah, so. it seems like it's made him plenty of money uh, up to this point. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, just at least check it out for me, and then when you come back in, maybe uh, maybe we can teach you some more, some more of that uh, you know hand to hand combat. I'd I'd enjoy that. I appreciate it. All right, he's like, well, good luck, my friend. I hope you can find Mick, and we can uh, have have the. Uh, uh, I believe Vin uh, Mince calls it WrestleMania. I I don't get the name. Thank you. Uh, I'll check that. I'll check out this theater and see if uh, can't find if I can't find him. So uh, he he pats you on the shoulder. He's like, uh, I gotta go uh, help uh, uh, Soleil and Tarn uh, clean up the. Uh, uh, the wrestling green room area. They really tore this place apart last night. Um, uh, so hopefully you can get Mick here. I think it's the only thing to calm them down. All right, I'll do my best. All right, so you head on out. Um, so do we want to go to the library? Forger? Who's ready? Quick question, Mark. Yes. Um, I know the ship is pretty far from where we're staying. What is... Out of all the places we need to go, what is the closest to the ship? Because then I'll know on our way there to, to stop by. Um, it's probably closest to the Forger. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. The, the library's a little bit further inland, and the amphitheater's way, way off the beaten path. It's like its own little section. So. Okay. You know, probably you probably end up going with Barris. Okay. 
And we, I still didn't pick up my alligator armor or crocodile armor, right? I forgot yeah, if it was no. an alligator or crocodile now. Yep, yep, you'll pass that along the way. Like I said, those shops are sort of like in a, uh, like a half circle sort of, okay. sort of setup. Um, Perfect. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, do, uh, do we want to go to the library first and then we can double back to the other two? Yeah, do the library. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So, uh, Barry and Rex. Um, you guys uh, walk up uh, to the library. It's very, very plain. Um, just uh, just some curtains, uh, no door on it there. Um, you go inside and it's just no frills, just shelves of books everywhere, sort of in a, in a, in a half moon um, around the desk in the center. Um, and then sitting there is a, an older half-elf and she has her glasses down on the tip of her nose. And she seems to be um, scrolling through um, a book. I'll uh, I'll go up to the librarian. Uh, excuse me, miss. Um, sorry to bother you. Uh, I was wondering, do you have any books about the uh, great families of the continent? Ah, uh, so you're looking for the history section, I, I presume it. That is correct. Okay. He's like, well, we don't, we don't have a whole lot of books on them because uh, a lot of people don't like to read uh, nonfiction in these parts. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, they're right over there. And she points to a shelf that's sort of half full over there. He's like, you can scan through that and, and see what you can find. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yep, and, uh, I'll go over. And she looks up at Rex and goes, uh, uh, can I help you? Or are you with him? Uh, I'm looking for different books. Um, can you point me to the book, whatever you've got on arcanophysiological engineering? Okay. And uh, she goes, oh. This dumbass mm. doesn't know the first thing about it, despite yeah. what, he, what he says his profession yeah. is. Yeah. He goes, okay. Uh, so that would be over in the STEM section. Um, that's over here. And you see that that is just full of books. Um, and uh, you can see, because uh, you have a little bit of... No, you, you don't have... You're not proficient in Arcana, right? Um, yes, I am. Oh, you are? Okay, so you then... You do walk over and you see that interspaced with this are books that, that look a little bit magical. And, you know, this is sort of like the popular section um, of the library um, over here. You should be able to find what you want over there. Um, Excellent, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you head over, um, Barry. Roll me an investigation check. All right. Uh, Team plus three, seventeen. Seventeen. All right. So it um, doesn't doesn't take too long. Um, basically, you um, you find your first book. Um, on there because it's uh, it says right on the uh, spine. Um, it says the uh, history of the families of the uh, Twilight Seeker dynasty, um, and uh, you find another book there um, uh, that says um, uh, current um, government of the uh, Twilight Seeker dynasty, and the uh, the rest of the books. Um, just look like a mishmash of really thick books about, you know, 
all the wars and stuff that have gone on here. That's about all that's in this section. It doesn't seem like there's much, at least in this town, much record keeping. Okay. So I just wanted to look up uh, mainly the Delacroix. Uh, did, I forget, when we were in uh, Beth Jesus's house, yeah. he had a lot of antiques from the other families. Did we ascertain any of the other family names by any chance? I forget. Um, no. Oh, you... Okay. Yeah, you guys didn't investigate that, so... Okay, um, so I guess what I'll look up is info on the Delacroix and anyone who might have connections with them historically. Yeah, so uh, roll me a history check. Alrighty. That's the wrong one. Uh, that's a 12. 12. All right, so in that book, um, the uh, only things you find in there um, are a lot of things you kind of know already. Um, for the most part, you know that the uh, there's mentions of the uh, Dormante in there, of, of having interacted with the Delacroix. Um, there's mentions of them, um, you know, every so often uh, being you know, uh, coming across, you know, the, uh, the vice gerent of the church in, in, um, uh, in the, uh, in the dynasty, um, some of the former vice counts and stuff like that. They seem to be like a connected family, but not anything spectacular. Um, you do come to a page, um, that has, uh, a photo of, um, you know, uh, like the last photo of the, uh, uh, known of the last uh, Delacroix family, and um, they um, they have uh, a bunch of, of of males in it. There's um, but there's two people. Um, the it looks like it would be the king or the father or whatever the lord you know in the middle. Um, his face is all scratched out in there, and then there seems to be a son to the right um, that is also scratched out and missing from the photo um yeah so that's all you find um in there you you um you see that you can understand and um uh the only names you can read below because this page seemed to be messed with is just the uh the the names uh remy and and patrice i mean patrice okay yeah yeah okay. so and that you said those are the only ones correct yeah yeah, yeah. With the twelve, that's that's about all you can ascertain from this page, um, and that. So a little bit more than than probably Barry knew, but not a significant amount. So, okay. um, uh, do you want to roll a history check on the other book? Uh, yeah. Why not? Over here. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Um. So basically, this gives you a rundown a little bit of um. Uh, the way the uh, government works over there and in the dynasty, which again, you would know parts of this, but not deep into it. Um, the the leaders is the uh, the Twilight Viscount and the Twilight Viscountess, um, who are currently... Um, uh, the, the Viscount is a uh, half-elf named Erin uh, Ayanren. Um, Can you spell that, please? Uh, A-R-R-Y-N. Okay. I-A-N-R-E-N. I-A-N-E-I-N? 
Yeah, I A N R E N. R E N. Gotcha. Yeah. And then his wife, um, or I'm sorry, he's a high elf. The wife is a half elf. Um, okay. Her name is as Kaylin Ayanran. Um, and, and next to it, K A Y K A Y L I N. Got it. Thank you. And um, next to her, it has that parentheses with the maiden name, and it says um, Petwin. P-E-T-W-Y-N-N. Thank you. All right. And then um, it talks about, it doesn't go into much detail, but it talks about something called the Conclave of the Dusk. Okay. Um, but I'm actually writing things down here. And, um, and then it just sort of gives you a breakdown with a 15. You just see the general breakdown. Um, the church um, of the dynasty has the vice gerent, which is the leader. And then the other ones are uh, a lesser victor, a lesser vicar, um, a bishop, and then the rest of the people in the church are like uh, abbots and clerics and friars and stuff like that um, through the towns. And the um, the three, uh, and this is the most important thing you find um, in there, knowing you're going, uh, you might be running into um, some of these where you're going. Um, the Twilight Warden, which is the uh, um, the protectors of the uh, of the crown, like the king's um, personal guards. Um, the Dustbringers um, are the protectors of the dynasty, um, like basically the military, like you know. Um, and the Twilight Sentinels, which is what the police force are called, which are probably the people that were chasing you um, when you were running out of the dynasty. That's like the local police force for all the for the towns. Um, yeah, so you find out out about the area, um, and um, yeah, with with the fifteen, that's about all you get in the history of the dynasty. Thank you very much. All right, and we go over the Rex. Um, Rex, roll me uh, an investigation check to see. Can I do an Arcana check instead? Yeah, go right ahead. that roll in 12 12 all right yeah over a 10 with looking at this um you get to find um two of the books um you're looking for um and uh oh yeah the thing that i was talking about is just for what i got when i leveled up yeah um yeah so okay. um yeah so you you find um a book that it, that sort of um basically from your arcana check you think will explain all that stuff um, in it, a twelve, you're not a hundred percent sure, um, but you're you're you know you're in the right neighborhood um, of a book. And um, if you give me a, um, I guess an intelligence check or something like that, um, you know you can go through the book and then sort of explain um, to the audience um, what it is you got. Arcana is an intelligence-based skill. Does yeah. that work? Well, yeah. Um. I was just yeah, more so, thinking intelligence for your character to remember what he's reading. Sort of. But you can roll Arcana. Eight. Eight. Alright, so um, you pick up you don't pick up any other any special um, things. It's it's basically everything you knew going in um, with a roll like that. Um, so um, yeah, since we found out that Iggy's um, upgrade was grappling, what was the thing you took with the level up here? 
Rex. Yeah, so when I leveled up, I took the feat, uh, what's it called? Magic Initiate. And um, that gives me two cantrips and a first level spell. So the two cantrips, one, prestidigitation for obvious yeah. reasons. The um, other cantrip is Booming Blade, which is you make an attack with a weapon, and on a hit, the target, um, if the target moves on their turn willingly, then they take additional damage. So it's, and they don't have to make a saving throw or anything like that, so it doesn't matter that I don't have a good spellcasting bonus. <laughs> um, but it, it discourages them from moving away from me. Yeah. Then my first level spell is Absorb Elements, which is you, when you get hit by an energy attack, like lightning or fire or something, then um, as a reaction, you get resistance to that damage type and um, until the start of your next turn. And the first time you hit with a melee attack on your next turn, you do additional damage of that type. So you get hit by fire, you get fire resistance for that turn, and you deal fire damage on your turn. Which seems very fitting yeah. to Rex's playstyle and stuff. Yep, yep. yep. And, uh, yeah, and just for... Uh, I love to do little inside stuff. Uh, the reason I had him, uh, Jonathan roll this, because he was getting this anyway, was uh, I was going to surprise him if he got a nat 20 that he could add an extra level 1 spell to it but oh. no nat 20 <laughs> oh well <laughs> ah, um, uh, and same thing with uh with some of those grapple rolls for iggy um but yeah that's what i'm gonna do if you guys pick a feat or something um when you level up and you try and explain it as as we did with those two um i'll have you do some rolls to sort of maybe pick up a bonus on top of the feat sort of thing just for fun i mean we're just having cool. fun here so, um, and to encourage and feats more than improving stats. The other thing I want to do is um, look up what... Uh, shit. I can't remember Ant's character name. One's Barry and the other's... Barris. Um, Barris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barris. Um, was trying to say, and I... Just for... So we can address this on the podcast so people know what the hell we're talking about. Um, let's say I get it, and I find it, and I just say, son of a... <laughs> we'll deal with this when we meet back up again. Yeah, you, you find it scrolled in the Betrayal. back. <laughs> you find it uh, scratched into the back of the of the book you were reading. Mm, I see. With, yeah. the, with the explanation. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, Yep, and uh, as you guys um, get what you need it and you walk on out, um, you see this uh, uh, this guy walks in and uh, he looks over at Barry and goes, Hey, are you that guy that likes to taste shit? Um, no, you're thinking of other <laughs> Russian-speaking person. Yeah, go, gotta go. <laughs> uh, also, Mark, can we retcon where yeah. Rex learned what it meant into the Urban Dictionary that he picked up in the in the library? Yeah, Urban Dictionary. Yeah, so he, yeah, let's let's retcon that. He found the word and then um, uh, went over to the um, the youth section of the of the library and found a, a book words for dummies and looked it up. <laughs> And went, son of a bitch. So, 
So we can say that Rex officially has that book with him, and any time a phrase comes up, he can okay. <laughs> he can look to it and okay. decide whether or not to let the stream know. <laughs> that's a good. That's a fun thing to have. Um, so uh, it stole from the library, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. They've a, been trying to get rid of that forever. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's a. You can tell that the the librarian here doesn't really care about it. Doesn't seem like a very like uh, reading society in this port town, as you can tell by the. Uh, yeah, as you can tell by the excitement of the uh, the the amphitheater, being the being the most uh, attended thing you guys have seen so far. And wrestling. Yeah. Good to read and wrestle. Yeah. It's all about <laughs> fighting here. Um, so you guys uh, head out. Um, Surreal and Barris, you guys are headed. Um, Surreal, um, you're headed over to um, to get your um, stuff. I'm trying to remember the name of the shop. Um, yeah, I believe it was. Uh, you went to the heat of the moment, right? The armor shop. Yeah. With the female yep. elf. Yeah. Okay. So you walk in, um, and you see that. Uh, uh, she has put the art, put the, uh, the got boots, correct? Yes. All right. So she has presented the boots, sitting it on the thing. And you just see her sitting there with her, with her head in her fist. And she's just staring at the door since this morning, waiting for you to come on in. I open the door. Yeah. Hi, are my boots ready? <sighs> you are an inspiration. I, um... I have now gone and you look. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. I like her. Seven. Seven. So um, you can't 100% make it out, but there seems to be a lot more, like, different hides now hanging behind her um, in the background. Um, and um, there is the slight smell of a uh, some kind of... Um, uh, some kind of meat, and uh, you uh, give me an intelligence check just for fun, so I can reveal this. Funsies. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. It kind of it kind of reminds you of the, the the smell of that crocodile that was on Rex's <laughs> back. So um, you're you you kind of can put two and two together that she got inspired by making your boots and went out and killed a whole bunch of crocodiles and have brought their skins oh, back here. <laughs> I will not be telling Baragon about this. <laughs> I like what you've done with the place. It, it looks very, uh, very safe now to be on the beach. Is that correct? We, you can say that. We had a lot of fun. That's great. <laughs> yeah. She did all that in the night. Yeah, and uh, wow. And she goes, <laughs> she goes. Yeah, me and uh, Gustav, uh, God bless his soul and six fingers, um, went out there and. Uh, uh, we uh, took out a good bit of them, and uh, I, I was getting kind of tired, you know, just making leather all the time. Um, I think this is a new, a new look. Maybe make me stand out a little bit. Hey, and I get to be the first one to wear the new designs. Like yeah. I love it. Yeah, make sure you uh, let everybody know you got it at heat of the moment in Astoria. I absolutely will. And they'll be has... flocking once they see it on me. They'll be flocking to you. And. Uh, and she um, she uh, pulls out a uh, a wand from her side, and she goes, "One thing before you leave, 
What color oh. do you want them? Ooh. Can I have them black with a golden trim around, like, the cuff and on the toe, the tip of the toe? I want that to be gold, too, please. All right. Sounds good. And she sort of taps it with a, with a wand, and your boots are exactly how you described. Perfect. And she looks at you and she goes, don't let anybody know that's how I get these to look all good. I won't. Your secret is safe with me. (laughs) Uh, You head on out with your new boots on and uh, Barris is waiting for you outside. What do you think? Oh, those look real nice. Is that real gold on on those uh, boots? Absolutely. Insight check. You roll an insight (laughs) check. Seventeen. Eighteen. <laughs> well, they're, they're certainly uh, better than your last few. I'll say that. It makes the, it makes the whole you. outfit look look like you're not some sort of dime store whore. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My goodness. I see. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think I think Barris is jealous. He doesn't have a pair of uh, boots. Yeah, I think that's it's what's okay, Barris. You can always go buy yourself some. You can have the second pair of a maid if you really want. I, I mean that as a compliment. I you know I do not diminish sex work at all. I'm sure you meant that as a compliment. All right. Well, I, I gotta go. Are you are you coming with me to the forge? Yeah, because I gotta swing by and. Uh... Register my ship's name for some reason. Alright, have you decided on a name yet? Uh, I might have. I've been thinking about it. I, uh, I might need your help with it a little bit. If that's okay with you. Uh, so I was thinking... Are we the only ones that are around? Yeah, just you two. So I was thinking I'd like to name it... Uh, Lady Vengeance. Or Lady Revenge. But that kind of sounds, uh... Like, it doesn't really fit the area that we're in. So I was thinking, from where you're from, maybe there was a different way to pronounce it. Or say it. To make it sound a bit more exciting. Or interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, out of game. I don't know French. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a second. Oh, I I sent it to him. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, So, you think Vengeance did... D-A-M-E, I don't know. How do you pronounce D-A-M-E in French? Dame? I made it. I made Google Translate say it for me. It's Vengeance de Dame. De Dame. Vengeance de Dame. De Dame. Sounds like uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. (laughs) Damn it. Is that the name of the boat, Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yep, that's it. That's right. Now now it is. I believe in my my language it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm -hmm. Insight check. No, you gotta go with it now. No, I don't. Oh, I, I wouldn't trust no, anything. No. Barris just told me that I looked like a hooker. Hello. Oh, 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 that's good. Dirty Wait, what fly. do I have to roll again? Yeah, insight. Insight. Uh, I'm gonna do. Dirty oh, oh, hide. That's war, right? One, two, three, go. Right. <laughs> you have to do rock, paper, scissors now. Did you did you both roll natural twenty? We brought dirty twenties, both of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and um, both plus three charismas. 
We just stared at each other for a long time and nothing <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 we'll, we'll break the... Not break the tie, but I'll, I'll, I'll deal with... I will deal with it this way. Um, you pr are pretty sure he's lying, but you just you 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 don't want to bring it up in case if he's not. He's just stone faced, and, and Barris is just stone faced. And Barris, in, in yeah, in your head, you're like, oh god, I hope she doesn't call me on it. Oh god, but but you're just stone faced. But that's what's going on inside your head. <laughs> so you just have this this sort of stare off. Well, that's what it is. You can call that if you want. Uh, I'm not going to hold you to it, but uh, you know, it, 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 I guess it doesn't doesn't not sound as good as you hoped it would. I guess not. <laughs> it sounds a little sus, as the young ones around here say. Don't need to put anything on paper just yet. So why don't we go talk to the forger? Did, right. it, you you seem like you need. Do you need some sort of like? False identification. Seems people know you around these parts. Maybe, maybe you could talk mm -hmm. to him about that. That wouldn't be a bad idea, since people seem to know about me when I didn't think they would. Oh so, yeah. yeah. We got billionaires knowing your name and high half elves running around this town knowing you. Um, you might need this more than I do. Probably right. Let's yeah. let's do that. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I think it's back over in this alley. Yep, so you uh, go into is. the forger. And, Where uh, else would a forger be? <laughs> and, I think uh, I think this is the, al the same alley you murdered that man. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I that is an alleged. Nothing uh, has been proven nor unproven. So, but I knock him. So, Barry, you knock on the door. And, or Barris, you knock on the door. And uh, you hear, you see a little slat uh, open in the door. And he goes... Oh, it's you. Come on in. Have I ever even gotten this guy's name yet? I don't even remember. Um, let me see. I would assume that I would know it at this point, because I've seen him like two or three times. We'll say that you know that it, and that maybe someone didn't write it down. Okay, <laughs> so what is it? <laughs> um, no, I, I can listen back and we'll... Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you're, you're the person, I, I'm the person, person that didn't write it down. <laughs> I thought you had it, but we're just gonna say that. Okay. No, no. I should. That should have been um, one of the things I, I, because I actually set you up thinking you would go here. So. Um, okay. That's on me. That's little young DMs out there. We could just retcon it right now. Oh, it's my old friend, Three Finger Gary. Three Finger Pete. How is it? How are you? Ah yes. I see you know my true name, Barris. <laughs> it, it is weird because you do have all ten fingers, but uh, you know, it, it's it's know, it's how I keep it a secret. It's how I keep it a secret, and he sort of goes like this, and you see a little bit of an illusion disappear. Oh, remember we don't we can't see you in the in this court. <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm doing it for the audience. Sort of okay. waves his hands, and you see like a shimmer of an illusion go away, and you see that there are some fingers missing. Alright. Is his finger is is does he have like a natural shocker on one hand? Oh god. <laughs> yes, we'll go with that. Since we're right. completely rewriting this character and I love where it's going. Uh, Can I just be peeking around and just watching his fingers disappear? Yeah, yeah. So oh uh roll you can roll me in a perception check, um to see if you notice this. He's purposely doing it for Barris. Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, you see it. 
It's up to you if you acknowledge it, but you do see it. Um, Holy shit! He goes, "Oh, what? <laughs> Someone come in?" Oh, uh, this is a, a friend of mine. Uh, she has has been having a little difficulty of uh, keeping a low profile, so she okay. might. I don't know if you could help her, but I'm here. I want to try again to do some a little bit more uh, forging, and also maybe you're not the right person to 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 help me with this, but maybe you know somebody either in town or I believe we're going to be in uh, Hawkins later on this week. Maybe you know someone there. Uh, I would like to, let's call it like face forgery. You know, I'm going to say that. I want to pretend to not be me for okay. a temporary period of time. Okay. He's like, uh, he's like, well, that's, that's not really my specialty, but I do have a, uh, I have some books over here that you can uh, sort of read that gets into to that kind of facial manipulation, um, if you would like. Sure. Can I can I give you some uh, some gold piece for it? I, I don't want to, you know, I could I could return it when I'm back in town next time, but I, I feel like this is going to be a little bit heavier yeah. reading than what I have yeah, now that can, we have. You can you know. take it, and uh, he goes, yeah, just give me a gold piece, and I will hand it back to you when you come into town. Perfect. Perfect. Takes it and puts it um, in his pocket, and uh, so if you want to write it down, um, just uh, for whenever you want to, you know, uh, figure out something. This is basically just a uh, like a beginner's guide to illusion magic. Okay. Essentially. Cool, cool. I appreciate it very much. Uh, so now, forging. Uh, I want to try my hand at it again. I seem to get it, but uh, I'm still having a little difficulty with, uh, you know, kind of doing it from memory. I don't right. know if you got any tips or tricks for me in so. order to figure that out. Yeah, I think you uh, you already figured out the uh, how to do it, so don't really need to test your hands out. Uh, let's uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna give show you this piece of paper. And then I'm um, gonna have you close your eyes, and then open them, and I will move it away. And then you need to redo it on the page here. Got it? All right. All right. And he pops it up, and he's like, "All right, close your eyes." Five, four, three, two, one. He pulls it away. Uh, roll me an intelligence check to see if you remembered what was on All there. All right. Wrong tab. Intelligence check. Yep. 19. 19. Yep, so you look at it and you go right down and uh, you do it and it's just a, uh, basically it was uh, just a very uh, a form letter um, giving someone uh, permission to, um, you know, uh, get by the harbor master if needed. Cool. You know, just a simple, you know, smuggling form essentially. Uh, Pete, you have been uh, the best place I have found in this town. You are a true gentleman. No. I'm never going to forget you. Yep, yep, and uh, uh, I'll never forget you either, and uh, you can call me by my real name when you come in here from now on. Right. That's yep. three-finger Pete, right? <laughs> yeah, three-finger Pete. Excellent, excellent. Now, uh, my friend... Uh, I out of game. I'm trying not to uh, say what your name is because yeah. you're. Uh, yeah. Uh, do, do you need something from Three Finger Pete here? Uh, 
Uh, I'm not quite sure. Me. Yeah, maybe something you could recommend in your specialties and your experience. The three finger Pete. Uh, what's the best way to hide one's identity uh, if someone needed, say, proof of identification? He's like, Does that make any well, sense? Well, um, I'm thinking there's two things, and you see that it's, uh, he puts, he just has his, uh, index and, uh, pinky goes up. Um, two things, uh, that you, uh, uh, you need to do. One, I can help you with. Um, and the other one, I think your friend will be able to help you with shortly. Um, uh, he goes, I can write up a new identification, you know, um, the, uh, the thing that, uh, I believe you hand in to the harbor master when you come into port. Um, I'm assuming uh, what you have um, been handing in is probably the old identification for that ship um, that you have. So I can have you create a new one, and we can make it look all fancy like. Um, and you can you can give it to him this time, and and, and tell him you uh, you upgraded or whatever. He's not a very smart man, so just uh, he'll, he'll just give it to him. He'll he'll just. Sort of not as long as you're not causing trouble in the harbor. And so right. he uh, he hands you um, a sheet of paper and uh, the top of it. And it's all written out. It looks very official. It has the seal. Um, um, he goes, oh, I forgot to ask. Uh, exactly where do you want to be from? In terms of you can either be from uh, the, in, the city states, uh, Zordan, the dynasty you can pick even one of the giants places but it's very rare that uh, someone like you would um call those lands a home base but completely up to um, you i'd like to say that i'm from the independent city states okay. probably the most believable let's be honest yeah. so uh he puts the stamp um there and he goes okay and he's like all right so all you have to do at the top here um i filled in the document looks completely official i have the signature and you see uh um, the, the signature, um, uh, down there, um, it just looks, looks like a scribble, and then it just says, President of the Independent States, you know, just down there, it's like, trust me, he won't read it, <laughs> so, <What? laughs> and so he goes, all he's going to care about is what you got to fill in at the top, so he goes, here, you put your name, um, I'm sure you're probably, if you're looking to falsify your identity, you're not going to want to put your real name at the top there. So put in whatever you feel like it. Just make sure you remember it um, because he will uh, call you by that. Um, and then uh, this line here is for your ship's name. So uh, just feel free, fill those in and uh, hand it over uh, to the uh, to the harbor master uh, next time you see him. Hey, thank you for your help. No problem. And... Uh, you need to change any of this and he does sort of like a hand over the face thing um uh just uh just uh ask your friend there or anybody else that knows uh any kind of magics can't really do anything i mean we could probably do any surgical stuff but you're probably not going to like how it comes out it's a little more permanent yeah, I'm happy with my face the way it is, but thank you for the yeah. anyway. Magic's always the way to go. Agreed. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, so, uh, guys need anything else? I know uh, from that invitation I forged for you guys, you 
probably leaving shortly. Just uh, be sure. Uh, come in and check out next time you guys are in town. You know, I don't get to see many people. Oh, that's sad. We'll absolutely come and visit you again, Three Fingered Charlie. <laughs> that was your name, right? Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> maybe next time we come by, it'll be Two Finger Pete. Oh, that's true. <laughs> one, one could only hope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, as you guys leave, um, he sort of grabs um, uh, Barris's arm um, and pulls you in so that only he, you can hear him. Um, and he sort of goes, he's like, I don't know what your plan is at this ball, but please don't do anything stupid. Uh, the, uh, the dynasty is just looking for a reason to sort of, you know not make this place very peaceful anymore. So, uh, I don't know where you're from, but, but war wasn't very good here 50 years ago. Well, I promise you, if I ever have to resort to doing something stupid at this ball, just know it was for a very good reason. Oh. I'm gonna, gonna have to trust you there, because I am kind of an accomplice to this. Well, you, uh, you shall not be named if I uh, find myself in the gallows. All right, and he nods and he goes, well, good luck and I hope to see you soon. All and right. I just go like... <laughs> and, Sorry, uh, like he does a new handshake. Yeah, he does, he does it back to you. And, um, yep, so just to recap what happened there, you have your identification you'll need to hand in at every harbor. Surreal. Um yep. And, uh, Barris, you now can, um, uh, forge things from memory, but you'll need, uh, at least an hour to do it. Okay. You know, so it's not an instantaneous thing. Um, okay. yep, yeah, yep, yeah. so, um, yeah, so... And I have this book. Yeah, and you have the book of, of Illusion Magics. It's essentially, think of it as kind of like a grimoire for wizards, um, you know, but you can... Use that as a way to say this is how Barris learns the what the spells do that he can do, you know, gotcha. for for illusion stuff. Um, okay. So um, you guys head out, uh, surreal. Um, head down to the harbor master. Um, you see um, him there. He's a a little uh, about four foot dwarf um, walking around with uh, you know um, writing on. Uh, has a stone tablet in his hand with a piece of parchment on the front. And he's sort of just looking around at the ships and marking um, each of them. Um, and looks down at one, looks up, down, and looks up. And as you approach, you notice he's looking at your ship and then looking down at his list and kind of can't seem to find it as you approach. Hi. Uh, sorry to bother you. Um... This is actually my ship that you're standing in front of. Oh. I was just coming by to check on everything, make sure, it, you know, it's okay. Okay, because, uh, yeah, because all, all I have here is, like, a squiggly line for ship name, and, uh, I, oh. I don't see that on the ship, so I, I don't know what I was doing when, when, when I'm assuming you, it says you've been here four days, five days? Yeah, yes. something like that, but who's yeah, counting, so, right? Uh, yeah, I, I was I was getting a little nervous because uh, I would have to come and uh, sort of find you because uh, you know after after like uh, the fifth or sixth day, uh, you start to have to uh, uh, 
either check in or I mark it as abandoned. So I am glad that you are here. Um, as and, am I. And uh, so uh, you hand um, the paper to him and he goes, uh, so Ms. Scarlett Johansson. Johansson, Ms. Johansson. Mm-hmm. All right. And you say uh, this ship is the, uh, my pronunciation ain't great, but this is the, uh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it is. I'm, I, what do you think, sir? Do you... You're probably not going to be able to answer this. What do you think of that name? Does it remind you of revenge? Oh! Oh, okay. I read that completely wrong. And then, uh, so... Just because I didn't hear the pronunciation of that, um, he says the pronunciation of the French word that Jen had written down for the ship. Vengeance. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He's just like... Uh, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, I don't Aww. know about that. I don't know why you would name it after the uh, the great actor from the Chevy Theater. <laughs> and I just glare at Barris. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, all right, that makes more sense. Uh, so um, uh, are you guys hanging around? Uh, headed off? What are you, what are you doing? Uh, I believe we're going to leave it here for a few more days. And... Um... I guess we'll contact you if anything changes. Is that is that okay? Yeah, absolutely fine. Um, just uh, uh, we'll just need a, a five gold piece down payment, and then when you come back, it'll be uh, twenty gold pieces for um, the week or so that you would have been here. Oh, okay. Yikes! Is that always your normal charge for ships being at port here? I wasn't aware of that. It's about two to three gold pieces a day if we watch it. Um, You don't seem to have any crew on your ship. Um, I've heard reports of a dog walking back and forth, but uh, nobody has wanted to approach it. So um, (laughs) that was why I was uh, going to mark it as abandoned. Right. Uh, Well, actually, my dog is is uh, is very well capable of guarding the ship, which is why you haven't seen my crew, because they are all inside. They're resting. They weren't feeling well when we got here. So I didn't want them to come into the town and infect everyone potentially. So they're there. So does that make the ship any cheaper? You know, we're keeping up with it ourselves, you know, Uh, you don't have to come on board and clean it. Anything like that. Roll a deception check. 17. 17. Yeah, as, as the uh, forger said, not a very bright man, um, the harbor master. Uh, so he goes, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, we don't want we don't want any uh, infections in this town. Uh, right. You know. I would hate myself for doing that to this lovely town. Okay, so it's uh, so since you have, we're not providing security. Um, I still need the uh, uh, at least the five gold down payment um, for taking up a spot in the harbor. Uh, but uh, as long as your uh, crew stays on the ship, uh, you don't have to pay the extra money for the security. Uh, I give him the five gold. He goes, okay. He's like, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just make sure uh, you check in uh, with me in about uh, five or six days. Um, and, uh, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. If, if I don't see you in about a week or so, um, you know, we'll either... Market is abandoned and cut it loose, or um, you know maybe maybe sell it off if we need it. Just we don't like ships just clogging up the harbor here, as you probably would yeah, understand. Yeah, I understand, but we'll be back. Don't okay. you worry. How how long before you label it abandoned? 
about about six or seven days. I'm going to throw him five gold pieces. Uh, does that buy us another week? Like, oh, did I say six or seven? Uh, I meant ten to fourteen. All right. Uh, I don't want to be rushing around God's creation because we got to <laughs> go pay the meter at this uh, this autumn. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just misspeak. Uh, my apologies, sir. And may I say that Jean-Claude Van Damme is one of our greatest thespians. If you've ever seen him perform Police d'un Ton, it is... It is a wonderful play. Yeah. yeah I, I actually did go see that. My, my wife was made me go for our anniversary. Well, you have a good wife there. You tell her she's got great taste. Uh, of course, she's married to you. Ah, oh, thank you. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so you guys um, uh, finish up. I'm sure everybody's done what they have to do. Um, and you head back, um, I'm assuming, back to the Dire Straits Bar and Grill. Yep. Um, so you uh, head on in. Um, so as you uh, go on in, um, you see uh, it's packed. Um, a lot of people just standing at the bar, you know, some people mingling around. And you see um, a guy on stage um, um, there. Um, and uh, he uh, looks out into the crowd and he has a, a piece of parchment in his hands. And um, he uh, is just uh, looking... Uh, out amongst the crowd, and he uh, starts. He starts going. Uh, There's a thousand words that I could say to make you come home. Oh, seems so long ago you walked away, left me alone. I remember what you said to me. You were acting so strange, and maybe I was blind to see that you needed a change. Was it something I said? to make you turn away, to make you walk out and leave me cold. If I could just find a way to make it so that you were right here, but right now, I've been sitting here, can't get you off my mind. I tried my best to be a man and be strong. I drove myself insane, wishing I could touch your face, but the truth remains. And two more people walk out behind him. You're gone. You're gone. Baby, you're gone. Girl, you're gone. Baby girl, you're gone. You're gone. And he walks off stage and people start snapping. <laughs> what did we just walk into? <laughs> that was... That was something. That was a, that was a thing, mm. I believe. Um, was I that like, how was everybody else today? <laughs> was that was that was that the I mic know. guy? Because he should be flayed for that. I feel like my ears have gotten flayed. If that's what they mean by that. So I think this is the right moment for Rex to walk in, see Barris. And yell, you son of a bitch, I'll show you a giant diaper, baby. <laughs> I snap my fingers to cast prestidigitation and make the scent of baby diapers appear right in front of his nose. <laughs> yeah, who's laughing now? <laughs> Try I to get us not... to say ridiculous shit. <laughs> I do not understand what you're saying. Uh, what is this in reference to? <laughs> you're trying to... <laughs> you're trying to get us... Um, you were insulting us in whatever made-up language you keep talking. 
Um, I snap my fingers again, and this time, um, uh, oh, it's let's do like a giant baby crying <laughs> right in his ears. <laughs> what is going on right now? What? what... I, I apologize. I believe there's something lost in translation just a little bit. Uh, our our giant metal friend is uh, assuming that I was untoward about naming the ship, uh, which is now called Jean-Claude Van Damme, which I it believe is, is a, not called that. <laughs> a very elegant name. And yeah, I know what that means too, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the Jean-Claude Van Damme. Are you gonna press the digitate Jean Claude Van Damme for us right now? Oh, <laughs> yes. And a, uh, a, a a shirtless Austrian man appears in front of you. Is yeah. he making do a split? split. <laughs> he jumps and goes between two of the tables, and the crowd is like now hooting and hollering at what's going on right here. That man, that joke of his is. Is a feat to behold, almost as good as that of uh, that presentation right that you just did. Even better. So wait, wait. The ship is not named Jean Claude Van Damme. No, it almost was. I I was so close to trusting Barris. So close. Why would you not name the ship Jean Claude Van Damme? That is awesome name. Because I don't want it to remind me of that. And I point to whatever's going on at this point. <laughs> of a sexy, of a sexy Bulgarian very, man. He's very in shape. He's very handsome. He's By got the way, excellent hair. The illusion from prestidigitation has to be um, so, uh, something that can fit in your hand. And so this is also a tiny Jean Claude Van Damme who's dancing around. <laughs> His mullet is like one thing. It is beautiful. We speak about it in my in the old country. I remember, like the kids would have his hair. I remember there was a time when Baragon tried to grow one of those mullets. It was. I, I did. It was not even close to as good as <laughs> Van Damme's. I assure you. But I, you know, we his parents loved it. In my defense, you know, this was supposed to be a quote-unquote temporary ship. I didn't think that it was a big deal that you would uh, name it after such a great actor. Right, but we have this document now, and I wanted it to be, you know, official. And not be a weird actor in the miniature actor <laughs> that we're naming it after. He, he is life-size in real life. <laughs> well, this is the first time I'm seeing him, so... You have been uh, you have been on a ship for far too long. I would should you should go see the uh, some theater work done. It is out of sight. It is something to behold. But anyway, if if we want to change the name of the ship, I can I could forge any documents we want. I'm excellent at that now. So you could you could even Perfect. you know if you want to name it Sylvester Stallone, you want to name it Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Going straight with regular actors' names at this point. You want to name it the Jake Gyllenhaal? The Expendable. <laughs> Ooh, Expendable. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Nothing strikes fear in the hearts of the enemy more than Jean-Claude Van Damme. It is true. Is and, I, and again, I'm just hat. looking at his tiny little miniature form dancing around in Rex's is hand. He, is he actually like dancing, Rex? I thought you, you said like doing splits or something. Uh, uh, is it the dance from the kick? Is it kickboxer? 
Or blood the blood sport? Sure. <laughs> oh, look at those quads, though. Those quads are very small. Envious <laughs> quads on that man. As you guys are um, talking here, um, the Goliath walks up, uh, hands you uh, a couple uh, ales, and goes, uh, "Just a reminder: the boss man uh, wants to see you guys before you uh, head out." Ooh, I'm gonna work on my mask. I wanna mm, dolly dolly it up a little bit. Yeah. So I'll take out my blank mask and I start drawing on it. Okay. Alright. And, uh, yep. So, uh, if you guys want, you can, uh, head on back, uh, to meet Big Johnson, unless we want to do anything else with Tiny John Claude Van Damme. I just want to <laughs> flick him. Can I flick him? Yeah, you flick him and he goes about 10 feet and then disappears into, like, green <laughs> smoke. As, the, that was as I'm my assuming. Favorite. Yeah. That was my favorite part of John claude Van Damme. Um, so you guys head on to back. Um, Big Johnson sitting there um, on his desk with his feet dangling about four feet from the from the ground. And um, he looks over and he goes, Alright, so um, I want to make sure I caught you before you left. Uh, because I'm not going to be around um, for the next couple days. Um, I have to head into... Uh, uh, well, we'll just we'll just call it um, another port of entry. And so he goes. I wanted to Sounds make sexual. Well, <laughs> a little bit. If yeah. that helps you, yes. Um, so he goes. Oh, I'm the back door there, Big Johnson. He's like, I wanted to make sure. Um, the mission first. And he looks over and he goes. Uh, I wanted to make sure before uh, I left that. Um, I handed you this letter um, to give to Osmond at Pangea when you see him. Um, uh, just just make sure um, you hand it over to him and uh, make sure make sure you tell him it's from Q Johnson. Who's he handing it to? Um, he's just handing it out there. Okay. For anyone to grab. All right, I take it. Yep. Yep. So he goes. All right, guys. Well. Um, yeah, and don't do uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And uh, you see him uh, stand up onto the desk and uh, snap his fingers in front of him, and in a purple smoke swirls around, and then he is gone. And uh, that's where we're in the episode. Whoa.